0: Red Raider Outfitter Rockin' Pregame on 101.1 The Beard. Starring News Channel 11's Pete Christie. Inside the Red Raiders publisher jared Johnson. The Beard sports director Sean Dillon. And host of The Rockin' Pregame, Jeff Scott. All right, welcome to The Rockin' Pregame. It's a uh, wonderful Friday. How's Pete today? I am good. Whoa. You're good, okay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> jared how are you doing today? You all right? Feeling a little salty actually yeah. today. Yeah, this is a uh, there's a lot of a lot of things. This is uh, I, I find it we're we're in an interesting time right now because uh, earlier in the week you know we had the the misty eyed uh, West Texas pride thing going you know and shedding tears about the guy that wants to be here and all. After sleeping on it you know I, th- I think we, we got some I got some thoughts about basketball. There's you got some spring football coming up. Uh, we've got the spring game on the seventeenth. Uh, yeah, we'll talk some baseball here. A lot of things going on, and it's an interesting time for Texas Tech sports right now. And I mean, I guess it really has been for for quite some time now. But let's start with uh, the the rock and reality check. And uh, Jared, why don't, why don't you just go ahead and jump right in today? This sure. will take the temperature of all things Texas Tech. Just get the thoughts every week. What are you thinking today? I'm I'm, I'm actually thinking about a lot. I'm
1: thinking about first. I want to preface this by saying. Uh, this is going to sound like an old man shaking his fist at the clouds. I understand that. And also, uh, I'm part of the hypocrisy because business is booming for me. Business has never been better than right now. Never. uh, Inside the Red Raiders. And it's not even close. So I'm going to start by saying that. Uh, I'm enjoying that. But that being said, just as a human being, as a fan of sports, a fan of college sports, this past week, the whole saga with coach beard and then coach adams and then is this guy staying is this guy going all of that has worn me out and has me questioning uh really this uh, a larger question that i've been asking myself and other people around college sports is, what are we doing have we gone too far you know and this is a guy who i come from a long line of guys who habitually go too far so i know <laughs> it when we see it, when i see it you know right, what i mean Right, right. uh I mean, I say it to my kid like almost every day. Like, have you gone too far again, son? And he's like, oh, he laughs knowingly. Yes, okay, you know. So I, I, I know when I see it. And between the portal, I mean, it's a, it's wild west out there, y'all. I mean, I, me being just my small little, uh, fishbowl of it of seeing it. It's, it's, it is literally like it's the wild west. I mean, it's crazy, uh, in terms of kids coming and going, right. and w- and all the ramifications of that. How coaches have to deal with not just the players. With all their handlers and their emotions and their feelings and all that, a perfect example is Kyler Edwards. Okay, he 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 enters the portal, right? Right. He's coming back. He puts an edit out after Adams is is uh, you know announced, is promoted officially. Uh, Red Raider for life was yeah. an edit of himself. You know, trying yeah. to edit of himself. Run it back. Run it back. Yeah. Run it back. Run yeah. it back. Yeah, yeah. Red Raider Woo! for life. You know. And then, so then last night, you know, late night, I start getting uh, notifications and texts and on <laughs> uh, inside the Raiders, the board, hey, what's the deal with Kyler? I'm like, what? And he erased his edit off of Twitter. Yeah. And then people were saying, hey, since he's in the portal, can you, can you contact him? Because normally we're not allowed to contact, you know, the players without going through the, nor- the, the, the correct channels. And I, and I was like, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe I can contact him. But I was like, am I going to contact this guy? Who may or may not answer, give, actually give me any answer uh, about a him erasing an edit off his social media? Fighter, am I really it? in the middle of the night? Am I right. really considering this? And that's what really hit me home. I was like, you know, and, and, and is is he is he staying or going? First off, just a question of is he is he leaving because he doesn't get along with a teammate, or was he leaving because he didn't get along with beer and he was going to come back because he likes Adams? Like, oh, Kyler Edwards' feelings. I don't care. I'm tired of everyone's feelings.
2: I, I'm just sick
1: of it. I don't yeah. care. There's about 10 people in the world who I truly care about their feelings. Like, t- go call your mama. I don't <laughs> care. And Kyler Edwards is one of them. You know, if you're staying, great. He's a good player. He seems like a likable dude. Mm-hmm. If you're going, then that's fine too. They'll find a replacement for you. I, you know, I guarantee right. you. They yeah, will. There's 2,000 guys. So I'm telling oh you God. now, there's like 2,000 oh dudes. In the, it's the Wild West out there. And I'm, and I'm wondering have we gone too far? You know, with all of it, you know, you have a coach. Just go to to to, uh, you know, big time basketball programs. Just go to the, the other team's mortal enemy, like it's nothing, like it's nothing, and just right. gut gut the program. And most of the national media, not a thing. Oh, no big deal. He's going to Texas, of course. Yeah. To like ten, fifteen years ago, I, I hope y'all vouch for me on this so they, or agree with me. Mm-hmm. This would have been a huge uproar. Like, how could you do that? How could you go to the right. mortal enemy? I mean, that's just morally bankrupt. Right. So I just I'm looking around. <laughs> And I'm a part of it, like I said, with you know, with running a message board and all that, um, and you know, I'm making money off of it. Uh, it's just I, I'm I don't know what we're doing with college sports. It's not yeah. it's not amateur athletics. There's no soul to it. I feel like yeah. anymore. It's just or loyalty. The only really. loyalty is to your university. Is to is is the fans to the university. These coaches have no loyalty, and this isn't new coaches have no loyalty to the school but i started looking around and they're not even trying to hide it. you look at oklahoma state all right with cunningham going like obviously bringing his brother to be video game coordinator or whatever you know I mean, give me a break <laughs> oklahoma state was supposed to be suspended but they every ncaa trying to get that money they wanted the number one draft pick in the tournament so they let the appeal keep going and then not even a month after the season's over his brother is gone they're not even trying to hide it, y'all. They're not yeah. trying to hide it. You look at Bill Self with the FBI tapes. Will Wade getting getting caught on tape saying, this guy better come around for all we paid him. LSU suspends him. And then they find out the NSA is not going to do anything. So he's not going to get punched? Let's bring him back. Why not? <laughs> yeah. they're, they're, no one's <laughs> even trying to hide it. It's all corrupt. It's morally bankrupt. And no one seems to care because we're all making money. Yeah. And it just hit me, all hit me last night when I was considering contacting, you know, basically a, a young young kid about an edit in yeah, the middle of the night, a tweet that he deleted, and I was like, "What am I doing? Yeah. What are we all doing?" You know, so yeah. I just I felt like I knew we had this rock and reality check, and I wanted to share that. Uh, I I just I think we've gone too far. I don't know how to put it all back in the bottle. I don't. I seriously doubt we ever will. I just that's what's on my mind. That's the rock and reality check for me. Yeah.
0: Now it, it's interesting with the with the transfer and there's all these arguments. So well, if coaches can leave, players ought to be able to, you know. But but it is. It's if you think about college athletics where it started it was guys going to school yeah and playing a sport while they went to school and that's kind of it you know if you went to that school you you cheered for a team and then you went home and i mean you know it's just like like high school sports or when your kid plays soccer or when yeah. they're a little kid you go out to the game you take the uh cooler full of juice boxes or whatever you watch the game you go home and now it is it's such big business there is so much money Everybody wants a piece of the action. Now the players want a piece of the money. They want, you know, and they're entitled to all this stuff. And like you said, their feelings and the and social the media, the, you know, all the, that. The look at me, and I've narrowed down my choices to forty schools, <laughs> now, now to thirty, now to twenty. It's all so stupid and ridiculous in yeah. the grand scheme of things. So I really, I, I, I agree with you on on a lot of that. It's just you know we all love sports. We love yes. talking about sports. Yes. We, uh, you know, love the you know, teams to win. You know, but all of it, but when you really step back. And and I think over the last year, with everything that's happened with the COVID and just all the stuff, and you know, we've kind of had a just our mindset, the reset of everything, and you you kind of take stock of things or what's really important in your life. Yes. And you see a Mm -hmm. lot of this stuff, and you just go, why do I care what some some eighteen year old kid has narrowed down his choices to ten schools? Why why do I care about (laughs) that? Why do I hang my happiness on? God, I hope he, I hope he picks us. <laughs> do you think he's gonna pick us? It is. It's all just so crazy, you know. And and I have people you know, in the industry
1: too. <laughs> I'm not gonna say names or anything, but that they'll they'll contact me, like other people who do my job, and like talk smack about the, like the recruitment of a player. And I'm like, dude, I'm not, I'm not on staff. You're, are you on staff? No. Okay. Well, why are you talking smack to me? I don't care. I'm covering it. I'm making money. It's my job. What are you talking about? You know, like, what what are we doing? What are we? What are we doing here? Yeah. What, what like what are you doing? And I have somebody ask me for like I think he's going to commit to our school, and I saw you wrote a story. Do you have his number? And I'm like, if you like, if you think he's going to commit to your school, how do you not already have this guy's info yet? And you're over <laughs> here talking smack to me? I just, <laughs> I'm like, that's a weird. These are it is a crazy world, it Pete. Is. What is your rock reality check, man?
3: Well, I, I, I'm still upset about Chris Beard one. Sure. I, and you know I understand. Oh, he got a better job, but you know when I went. Well, I mean. In his mind, his dream job, yeah, whatever. Right, but right. It, I mean, it comes back to loyalty, and uh, you know, Ma- Mark Adams was loyal. And you know, when I went to his press conference, I passed by the Womble and I thought a dusty Womble putting all that money in, and Beard wanted this desk and all this, and then he, I mean, so I, I, that upsets me more than anything, just the loyalty. And so, whatever with Chris Beard, he's he's gone now. So, uh, you know, Mark Adams, I don't know how you feel. I, I like it. I like I like the hire. But uh, as you were saying. Yeah, you know, we got fourteen hundred people at least in the transfer portal. I wanted to mention the Lady Raiders have made an offer to Aliyah Chavez, class of twenty twenty-five. Oh man! And okay. she's here in town, and I've seen her video, and I'm going to go try to see her. Uh, sh- she's a uh, you know a eighth grader and uh, incredible player, but here here they are jumping out. You know this is where we are. This is the world now. Thing.
0: You're right. right. That, but that does that that speaks to kind of what we're talking. about, just the the ridiculous nature of of how far it is gone with all of it, the the business end of it. I guess I remember when I was the four star telegram.
1: This is the one the gold standard for me. Was that a ninth grader in the South Lake Carroll system was offered by UCLA, and so my editor made me write. Why aren't you writing a story on this? I was like, Cuz, who is this guy? No, oh, come on, ninth it's, grade. Like, it's, it's like it's a headline. You you're gonna cover it. And I was like, Okay. So I had to call the head coach of South Lake Carroll. And he was like, who are you talking about? I was like, who the hell is that? I have no idea who that guy is. He's like, he got an offer from UCLA. He's like, what? Never heard of him in my life. And I was like, great. Well, can you give me some kind of quote? And he was like, uh, there was just this long, awkward silence. And he was like, I'll do my best for you, Jared. And I was like, geez. So we wrote the story. And, of course, they did get a million hits in my defense. But I was like, that's, right. what, it's that's what I mean. This guy yeah. got an offer. And his high school coach hadn't even heard it, didn't know he existed.
0: That is, that, isn't that crazy? It, it's all crazy. But That's yeah, just kind of my
1: point. It's like, what are we doing? Yeah. Well,
3: it's, with all the craziness, I'm just excited tonight. We got a top 10 matchup in Lubbock. We're going to have a huge crowd at the Rip Griffin uh, Park. And we got uh, number eight Texas Tech baseball hosting uh, number 10 TCU starting a big three game series. So uh, I, I'm going to focus on baseball. I'm excited. Uh, you know, we'll see where all the, the shakeout is of guys coming and going and stuff. But you know what? I, I put up a post about, uh, you know, beard stay, and it was from uh, Patrick Mahomes, and a lot of people started ripping Patrick. Well, you left early, and so oh, you know on. how it is. I mean, you know, and I've left Lubbock before, but I'm back, and you know, it it is what it is, man. I mean, if you want to be here, be here, and if you don't, y- you go on. I mean, there are greater things out there uh, that you know. But I love Lubbock. I love living here. I'm going to die in Lubbock, Texas, no doubt about if it.
1: If Chris, be- well if Chris Beard had gone to anywhere, really. If he'd gone to AM yeah. instead of Texas, it would have right. been better. Yeah. Right. It's yeah. where he went, it's how he did it. Yeah. I mean, come on. It's yeah. that it doesn't take a lot of discernment to figure all that saying. out compared for to it. Pat Mahomes going off and look what he did. Obviously he made a good choice. I mean, come on.
0: And he's also remained loyal to Texas tech Absolutely. as well. You know? I mean Absolutely. he's he's the great PR. He's done more the...
1: since he's left tech, honestly, <laughs> yeah, you're for right. the brand than he was able to do because he had no defense right. support right.
0: here. That's really true, yeah. Now, it's uh it has been a crazy it just this, this last week, 10 days. I mean, it has just been. It's been long. It's what's well, been an emotional roller coaster. And, mm-hmm. I mean, it feels like a month ago it that does. Beard left. Yeah. I mean, it really does. It's just been so weird. Everything that's happened. You know, Mark Adams Beard, now being the coach. I mean, it's just. Put what. it in perspective. Monday night, uh, I posed
1: a question on Inside the Red Raiders to fans. I said, if I told you two months ago that Baylor would win the national championship, Chris Beard would go to Texas, and we'd all be in a good mood. <laughs> what would you think about that? Because it was the night of Mark Adams, you know, being announced. Everybody was, you know, so much emotion. People were crying, yeah. tears of joy. Oh, yeah. so, you know, yes. so that's how strange times are right now.
0: Yeah, it has been. Uh, it has. It's just been a, a weird roller coaster of emotions. And uh, if you hate roller coasters, it's it's been a worst <laughs> nightmare, probably. <laughs> <But> yeah, you're <laughs> not a roller coaster guy, yeah. uh, why not? Right. are you?
3: Why do like heights or what? I, I you know what? I, I went. To, I rode the King Cobra on a, a seventh grade trip. And I dropped the f bomb, and I was with a teacher, and they, they put me in detention. And so I, I just—I'm afraid on roller coasters. You are
1: a like psychiatrist's dream because you have all these I, memories of like nuns. No, so- and I remember
3: that because I always said to myself, "Why calling you, you a girl? Why, why did and- you use that word?" But I was so scared going around this King Cobra. It's a big loop, and then why was I riding with a teacher? And so those things haunt
0: me, you know, 40 years later. Oh, man, we're going to have to have a special show sometime oh, no. just to dig deeper into But TV. I don't like roller coasters. <laughs> All right, well, okay, emotional or physical. But, hey, All we've right. been on one this week. Yes, we we've have. No so. doubt about it. Yeah, I feel it. like
1: you've done so many things, but then, uh, uh, on the other hand, live kind of a sheltered life. Like, that's like a Tuesday for me. We let Bob when I was a kid slipping from a teacher. Uh-oh. Like, no, that was uh, Johnny. Oh, that wasn't
4: me.
0: I, this, like, was a big event for you. It was a Tuesday for me. <laughs> All right, so uh we come back here we're going to talk about uh Texas Tech's new basketball coach, Coach Mark Adams, get thoughts on the on the hire and you know just discuss what you what you think the future holds for Texas Tech now with Mark Adams at the helm, plus some of the audio from the uh, the press conference if you uh missed that. Of course, you know everybody I think pretty much by now saw the uh you know the when, when they introduced some the USA and it was a party pep rally I mean I've never seen people cheer beer cheat, and barbecue defense, yeah. defense I've never heard that at a, <laughs> at, a, at a press conference like that I was that's like awesome. wow that's awesome but but, uh, but yeah now that some days have passed and kind of the emotion maybe is worn down just a little bit now you can kind of step back from it and look and, and evaluate and see what you really think about the, about the hire You're excited not excited but uh, we'll uh, do some of that and uh, and then here's some of the comments that uh, Adam's uh, made when uh, answering questions Red Raider
4: Basketball.
0: All right, well, been eventful here lately in Red Raider Basketball, that's for sure. All right, so Mark Adams, obviously the new head coach and by now everybody pretty much knows that, but uh I guess the introductory uh press conference that that happened the other night and, you know, the fans showed up, it was a feel good moment, it was the uh, you know, hearing Adams talk about how you know being a West Texas guy, and he's from Brownfield, and he mm-hmm. yep. this is the job he always wanted, and you know, you you do you, I believe him in that. I oh, totally yeah. believe him in that. And there was some nice moments of uh, you know the oh man, the allergies are kicking in. You know, <laughs> I'm not crying, you're crying. It was it was, it was for wet, the West Texas area and the tech fans. It, it was the kind of uh, it, it was the kind of thing you, you love hearing. The it was cathartic for wants sure. Wants to be yeah. here, yeah. After everything with the, you, the guy that wants that, that loves you and and wants to be here and wants to spend forever with you, you know. I mean, it's that kind of that that for Texas Tech. That is one of the most emotional things you can is here is is a guy that wants to be here. It's his dream job, and it's his dream. We've job. Heard that yeah, before? Right. Yeah. <laughs> oh but, no. And we fell for it, but this yeah. time I think you know Adams being a guy who literally is from Brownfield and has ties. I mean, you know, I I do believe him in that. Um, and and I gotta say, watching it. I you know the emotion of it you'd get kind sure. of caught up in it, but after having some days to uh, to reflect on it <laughs> no but but no i am just saying i I really hope that I really hope that it works out and i and he's got a he had a great record as a head coach in, in the juco level, right. and he's clearly a defensive mastermind he's wow, stuff's falling off um but you know so he's got all those things yeah um but you just hope that it that it does translate to power 5 basketball and you know Chris Beard now you know like him or not whatever but he you know he had a charisma about him he was a showman he was able to generate excitement and do some clever things the fireside chat things like that and i think in the world we live in now you got to be able to do some of that kind of stuff and uh, you know Hope Adams is is a guy that can you know not be Chris Beard obviously but but do some things that do create some some fun and excitement along the way you know and you want to be able to coach um I, I just, I just hope that this wasn't the settling for the guy that is a West Texas guy and wants to be here. That's my only. That's my only thing. I not not questioning his abilities. I just, you know, Texas Tech basketball. It seems like has risen to a certain level now that you think, wow, yeah. But but you but there's just always that knee jerk reaction. I think is wanting to hire the guy who wants to be here. And and that's just. I just hope that it really does work out. Like, seems like it could. That oh, I think
1: there's some actual X's and O's, to, uh, like an X's and O's part of it. Tangible reasons beyond just him wanting to be here. Mm-hmm. The fact that he has been the architect of the defense. So you keep a footprint of this success that you've had here these last right. five years. And I do you know, like a big that. part yeah. of that. Um, he's had uh, he's had a big role on the bench in game, all right, and then off off the court as well. So. Uh I think it's I think that's a valid question. But I'll tell you this, he did good in that party. It really wasn't a press conference. It was a party because he didn't answer questions. He didn't take questions there. That's what they called it was a press conference. Yeah. But the the real press conference was was it Wednesday or Thursday? I can't remember now. The days are already. Was it just yesterday? Yeah, right. Wow, <laughs> golly. Okay, it was just thir- just yesterday. Right. Yeah. And I thought he crushed it in yeah. his own way. He's not yeah. like Chris Beard in terms yeah. of where you feel like a magician's doing something in front, you're like, "Whoa, what is that?" You know, you just, you just, just, you just, saw just tricked us, yeah.
3: And he's not robotic. He has, he's he has, not. He's got some good zingers in there and stuff, and his zingers come off really good because I'm like, "Wow, that was really good coming from a 64 year old guy."
1: I laughed out loud. For I'm glad that I was yeah. muted for a lot of the yeah. Zoom because I laughed I out loud at too. least four times. I told everybody, "Was you know, football practice was after that." And I was talking to some of the media and just some of the people around tech, and I was like, "Man, that was great! And that was his first one with us in that setting." And I, you know, yes, it's a dry, more laid back sense of humor, but he crushed it. I mean, yeah. I, it was fun. I had to mute myself once because I was. It was. <laughs> he said something on one of my questions, and I was laughing so hard I didn't want him to, you know, to dub over the right. his, his answer. But uh, he was. Good. I wasn't expecting much, uh, to be honest. I was expecting it, him to be nervous, mm-hmm. you know, uh, yeah.
0: and all that. It's pretty dry and in information, right? Yeah,
1: and he provided a ton of information as well. I mean, we got more. I think f- he's super open and honest. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> he's like,
3: I mean, he even mentioned, yeah, you know, uh, Shannon's going to declare for the draft later. And I he, was like, he
1: dropped it before Shannon. I, know, did. I was like, mm, I don't know if that will continue or not, that <laughs> yeah. kind of thing or not, but. Uh, uh, he it was it was beyond genuine. It was like okay, you're having it's like you were having a conversation with a guy who knew had all the answers about the program. Yeah. You know, like instead of this is what I'm going to allow you to know right now,
0: coach. You speak. know,
1: right? Yeah. Exactly.
0: Well, just uh, for anybody who missed uh, missed that, because yeah, it's it's just been a blur this past week. Uh, but let's just start off. We'll just go down some of the uh, some of the comments that uh, that he made when answering uh, the questions yesterday. Starting off with, I guess he was asked about. Uh, the timeline on hiring his staff, putting that together. He already hired uh, Perry, the guy from mm-hmm. uh, from Portland, Portland State. He yep. was a head coach there. Where is Portland State in Portland, Oregon? Is that where it that is? is? Yeah. Okay. No, I
3: think of their Big Sky. But okay. he also was a JUCO coach and was like one eighty four and amazing 20 or record. I mean, yeah. Ridiculous. One school he
0: was ninety six and ten. <laughs> Which is cool, but again, it's JUCO, and that's what bothers me about a lot of this, is that we got success at the JUCO level. And but he, he was At know. one
1: point, he was the most, the second most successful in Portland State history, which doesn't say a lot, but I mean, Portland State, it's a little harder to recruit than, say, Texas Tech. You know, I mean...
0: Well, let's uh, hope
1: so. And, yeah, and...
0: <laughs> Jeff! <laughs> no, I, Jeff! No, you're saying I would, I would like to think that goes without saying, but, you know... <laughs> I think it's a good hire. Let's see what Coach All Adams right, said so about. Talk
2: Talk about the, the hiring timeline here. You know, we are uh, moving as quick as we can, Don, but at the same time, these are these hires are just extremely important. Uh, so we're going to uh, take our time, make sure we get the right people. And I've always said, and, and one of my uh, the biggest reasons for the success I've had in the past, I've, I've been fortunate to surround myself with good people, uh, guys that uh, love the game and that um, – uh, Want to work hard, and uh, you know loyal to me as well. So we've got a, a short list, and we're going through that. But uh, that's our first priority, along with uh, just recruiting.
0: And and it, uh, from what you hear, it does sound like you know they're going to have the you know the the money's available to you know to pay a a good staff. Re- so that's good. Yeah. The
1: report was one and a half million dollars for their assistant. Pool, which is, that's significant. That's good money.
0: And then uh, as far as, uh, you know, the rest of, we mentioned Perry's already been hired. And then Sean Sutton,
2: he is staying, right? Yes, is yes that... in
0: a role, in a capacity, yes. Okay, so he uh, he addressed that.
2: Well, I mean, first with Coach Sutton, that family name, I, one of the guys that I admire the most in my coaching career. There, You know, Coach Myers was a big influence on my coaching. Uh, also, Bob Knight, John Wooden, but Eddie Sutton, was a guy I greatly admired. I'd love to go out and watch this guy's practice. And even when Sean Sutton played, I, I was so impressed with him as point guard. And, and then we've been friends through the years. So loyalty, and, and we have a, a great relationship. So uh, that's a no-brainer getting him back. And then Coach Perry's got great uh, contacts across the country, uh, been a great head coach, associate head coaches at uh, Santa Clara. I met him, really, the first time I met him, the assistant coach at Utah, and they were in, talking to a couple of my guys that that year, I had Jay Crowder on that team, so we developed a good relationship there, been friends ever since. You know, in this business, just so important that you want to surround yourself with guys that, that believe in you, and you believe in them, and so... Uh, we've been talking for years about trying to get together and coach, and so timing's right and I had to ask you just one time and he was ready to come on board, and he sacrificed a head coaching job on a division one level He's very successful, so he's coming here because he believes in us and believes in this program, so we 're fortunate to have him. you guys are going to love him. Uh, great guy, uh, really sharp, great, excellent recruiter, and, and he knows how to win. I think you look back when in his junior college, he may have the best winning percentage in all of junior college at Indian Hills and at College College of Southern Idaho. So we're getting a great coach on the floor as well.
1: One thing that I really like is the offense is going to look different, and Coach Adams has said that a lot. Imperia is known for his pressure defense and up-tempo offense. So like some of his Sean's. Uh, our producer has given me a million stats from our our guys, at Eric Haslam yeah. and Michael Hunter, and them uh, and stats that, that Sean got. Basically, that how many shots they put up under period they have, and it's among the most in in, in the country. So, for those fans out there that got tired of the offense that we saw the last mm-hmm. couple of years, um, it's gonna be it's gonna look a lot different. Now, I'm not I, I don't know how successful who they're gonna have running it, all that in terms of the players. Is it the air we'll rate? <laughs> it, it is. It is basically. I mean, it's an up and down, wide open, yeah. you know, three point shooting, exciting brand yeah. of offense.
0: Yeah. Okay, that's nice. Uh, that is exciting, right there. Yes. Com- combine that with lockdown with the defense. defense yes. Yeah. That's that's, that's really the cool. plan. All right. So then he was asked about, uh, I guess, recruiting uh, junior college players, and I guess between, I mean, between Adams and, and Perry, they've got a ton of obviously junior college experience.
1: This was asked by Matty Joe Yeager inside the Red Raiders and. He contends that this is the top spot, this region, for junior college basketball, which is hard to argue. We've seen some of it, you know, mm-hmm. whether it be
2: you know, South, Plains, uh, South Plains or yeah.
1: Odessa College. You can mm-hmm. go down the list. There's tons. And uh, so that's what, why he was asking Coach Adams about this.
2: No, that's a good question. Uh, on this past staff I've been on, nearly everyone on this staff had JUCO uh, experience, and, and so does, again, Coach, uh, Coach Peary my son's at the junior college right down the road to mexico junior college best friend over at south plains i'll use those relationships that I'd help recruit but at the same time we're just going to go after the best players whether it be overseas uh whether it be junior college players transfers in the portal but we're wide open and uh we're we're, we're being as aggressive as we can to talk to all the uh coaches that uh, i've known over the years and and uh we're a little bit behind here but we got some great names and uh, hopefully we'll be able to announce some of those soon.
0: All right. So uh we'll see what uh, they can make happen on that front and then uh when it comes down to players currently on the roster that are staying. I mean there's just been a lot of, you know, back and forth in some cases and uh you know just kind of wondering when it all
2: shakes out who uh who's still going to be here. Yeah, it's been it's been very positive. I you know, we, I've got a great relationship with these guys, and they've shown that by just wanting to come back and, and uh, be a part of, of what I believe in. And so at this point, we had no one that says no to us. We've got a couple of guys that are still thinking about possibilities, but we've got a commitment from Kyler Edwards to be back, uh, Kevin Culler, and then we also have uh, uh, Marcus who's coming back. Uh, 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 Agbo's also coming back as well, Clarence. I'm going to talk to JB today um, to also going to visit with um, Micah again this afternoon. And even T G Shannon, we're hopeful we got our fingers crossed. We wish him the very best. I think he's going to announce today uh, his intentions to go ahead and, and get in the draft. But if things don't work out there, uh, he's already committed to coming back and being part of our team next year.
0: Yeah, because he did it in a way he's he wants to go to the draft, but if it doesn't look like his draft – Stock is that high? He could because he he's not his an agent, eligibility, which right. is the key. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then Kyler Edwards, you know, had entered the portal. Then he said he was staying when Adams was hired, and now it appears that maybe he's leaving again. We staying, coming, going. McClung don't they met yesterday? I guess so. That's still sort of up in the air. What what's the what's the latest there?
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm with, like I said earlier in the show. Uh, I mean, I haven't contacted Kyler. I haven't seen him say anything since he took down that edit saying he was coming back. So, you know, and it's radio silent with McClung. So we'll have to see. Yeah.
0: If you had to uh, your your gut, does McClung uh, come back? Yes. Just You know, just your yes. gut feeling. I think he Is comes it? back,
1: okay. and which I think means I don't think Edwards comes back.
0: Interesting. Okay, yeah. so maybe there's just some... Not not great chemistry. That's my opinion. You asked for opinion. conjecture, right. and that, yeah? That, that, no, there it that, is. That's what. <laughs> hey man, that's what. <laughs> that's why sports is fun to talk about yep. because it's just your own conjecture, your own opinion, yep. and your own ideas. I'm of what not it's reporting be, that as fact.
1: Right, right. out there. That's just that was my that's my opinion.
0: Uh, another thing that uh, there was some speculation about the possibility of Luke Adams, who's the head coach at NMJC there in Hobbs, of him joining his dad's staff. Of course, he's a, a you know former player and also uh, mm-hmm. Coach Adams was asked about that.
2: Uh, Luke is—he's uh, going to stay at New Mexico Junior College. That's where he needs to be. He's been a huge influence here the last few years. We talk all the time. He—I—I I, I tell people he texts me at halftime and tells me how to coach what we're doing wrong. It's, I don't know if I, I could take him. He'd, he'd end up thinking he—he's the head coach and want to sit in my chair. But uh, <laughs> he's got a great basketball mind, uh, excellent recruiter. Uh, he's doing a wonderful job there at New Mexico Junior College. So he's going to help us right there just by helping us get players for the next year. He's got a couple guys already that, that I think are high division one guys. So, um, you know, he's a little Texas Tech uh, uh, fan and, and played here at Texas Tech and and um, obviously a little to his dad. So he's been up here helping the last few days. He's just talking about uh, recruiting and, and different players and, and also our staff. So uh he's been invaluable to me love my son and so proud of him Uh, and then uh
0: the possibility i guess you're hearing a lot about uh coach green from south plains college who's had a ton of success there obviously with national titles and i mean just huge winning records every year so a great coach but the possibility of him joining the the
2: staff at texas tech no i i love coach green He, he was in my wedding so uh we go way way back and um Great offensive man. He's respected all across the country. He may, he may win his fourth uh, uh, championship coming up here in a couple of weeks. He's got a couple guys that injured. We talk daily, and yeah, he, he, but he's a guy that we may put on staff, but have great respect for him and and his uh, knowledge of basketball. And and we we've had a it's been i well, I've known him for gosh thirty five forty years. So uh, he'd be a guy that I think can make a, a positive contribution if he came on board.
0: All right, then uh, up next, I guess, Jared, you asked about Mac McClung.
2: Yeah, his, just his status
1: and uh, where he was, and this is what Coach said.
2: Well, actually, he's in route out here. It, he'll be here later today. But where he's at uh, mentally right now, we're going to talk about we uh, talk about that. We had great conversation a couple of days ago. You know, we've got to just sit down and talk about where his expectations are and where he wants to be. But but we're in conversation with him now about him coming back.
0: All right, so uh, still no word yet on if McClung has decided to come back or how that shakes out. Um, as we go through uh, Mark Adams' comments from yesterday's press conference, his first you know, press conference as the head coach for Texas Tech. Um, so up next here, I guess uh, the question about uh, looking for bigs or guards. Yeah, I'm just
1: trying to get a feel for what he's looking for. I mean, obviously the roster's still in flux, but uh, just curious what kind of guys. And he actually he actually offered somebody yesterday who – I interviewed uh, uh, Division II All-American 6A virtual 4, which we'll talk about later in the show. So that gives you an idea. He's looking for size and athleticism for sure.
2: Yeah, we take all of those. That's a great idea. Love to have them. Yeah, we we want athleticism. We'd love to have size. Uh, Obviously, you need a skill set to play at this level. Guys that uh, you look at need to be able to play on the next level. Of NBA, at least pro basketballs. So we're, we're trying to find some uh, three point shooters, shot blockers, rebounders. We need about three or four to add with what we have.
0: All right. And then uh, I guess you, uh, him as a
2: recruiter.
1: Yeah. People just keep asking me, can he recruit? And so I asked coach, I said, look, that's what people keep asking me. What kind of recruiter are you?
2: You know, I think the the most I positive thing I can tell you about here. my background in recruiting is that I can recruit to West Texas. I've had winning teams at Clarendon at Hired College, and then at Wayland Baptist and West Texas A&M, really good teams that competed on the national level. So to be able to sell players to this area is probably my forte there, and 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 just love this area. And because I love it so much, it's just easy to talk about West Texas and the people out here and the opportunity uh, to play in in our facility and and for. Um, you know, a, a, a good coaching staff, and, and so those are, you know, I have got credit to coaching because I've had a lot of wins, but uh, as you all know, it comes back to players. I
0: right, think, Pete, you were, uh, you were up with some, uh, some questions, and the one I've heard a lot about, and this is a pretty good question, guess this whole thing about the middle seat.
3: Well, what you know, first off is, you know, Chris Beard says, hey, I'm going to Texas, and he tells his staff, get on the plane with me at 1 o'clock, and so these people all had one hour to decide what they're going to do, and Mark Adams said... I'm loyal. I'm staying. And since that time, Chris Beard called him at least 10 to 12 times the hard sell. I got an office for you. And, uh, you know, Coach Adams wanted to stay here. So uh, I think, you know, that speaks volumes about Adams. And also, you look at the basketball team last year. The offense, there were times they only scored four points and they, they would go silent and couldn't score. The defense is what we hung our hat on. You know, when I eat a hamburger, it's the special sauce that puts it over the top. Mark Adams is the special sauce. So I asked him, since he got the job and after Chris Beard, who this is the first time I said his name, I don't like saying his name anymore. I said, did the former
2: coach call you after you got this job? You know, he uh he did call me afterwards and um you know and, and he had he he recruited me as hard as anybody to go down to Texas and we uh you know wanted me to get on that plane with him and well, you know, I told first of all he gave me a middle seat and wanted me to wear orange and I didn't want to do either one of those. So uh but uh you know, I, I Texas, Texas is where I want to be. Coach knew that and respected that, but made a real hard push, which I appreciate. I was flattered by that, but but I want to stay here and, and it it was a little bit of a rest. Uh, even though it was a long shot, I want to take that chance to be the next head coach and obviously it worked out. But he did call me the next day and had a lot of nice things to say and and uh, I appreciate that phone call. Yeah, no doubt. I mean it worked out for him. Uh and then we you know, I, I mentioned to him that, you know,
3: David A. Moretti and, and uh, Owens and uh Sodiassi Sodiasi and Matt Mooney, who we're gonna hear in the next segment. All came out in support of him and how they uh, his teachings really inflected their game and helped them elevate their game. And I said, you know, what did that mean to you having all your these former players come out on your behalf to get this job?
2: Yeah, that, that meant so much to me. A little surprised, as hard as I am on defense with some of these guys that they'd still believe in me. but. You know that was so special. That elite eight year and in the in the final four, uh, those are some great kids, great character guys. They wanted to be coached. They loved basketball, and and to have them come out and endorse me just it just brought tears to my eyes. I, that's just uh, I just really appreciated their endorsement.
0: All right, there's Coach Adams, his first press conference yesterday as the head coach of Texas Tech. We're some more of those comments later on in the show here. Up next, uh, Pete, you got a chance to uh, sit down and talk with former tech player uh, Matt Mooney. I and, did. Uh,
3: it's on Zoom. I mean, when you said that, it's like we're sitting down and talking i mean i'm sitting down and he's sitting down but we're we're far apart well you're sitting down you well, yeah know, but i didn't want to imply like i'm hanging the the, the style of of today you you're
1: know? right you're, it's you're, a zoom, you're zoom all yeah. i want to do you're, is you're rebounding zoom, zoom, zoom. for him right yeah. you're in the, in, in the gym with him right rebounding <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah sure all right now we'll uh hear that conversation when we come <laughs> back here on the red raider outfitter rockin pregame on 101.1 the beard
4: it's the rockin interview all
0: right so uh Pete got a chance to talk with uh, via zoom with matt mooney
3: yeah, you know, I got him the, uh, the other night, and uh, right when I – we had already had it set up, and when I called him, I told him, man, I just got word Mark Adams is going to be named the head coach. And he had been stumping for him, at all, as all these former players did. And, you know, I wanted to get some real insight on, you know, what Mark Adams has meant to this program. And Matt Mooney uh, first started off with, uh, you know, why should he get the job?
2: Yeah, he
5: deserves it 100%. I love Coach Adams, you know. I'll share something with you um I talked to Adams the morning Beard took the job he called me and um you know obviously it was a very chaotic morning and uh you know what I really respect about Adams is before we even got into anything he asked me how I was doing he asked me how my family was doing you know where I was at and um you know this was a guy who probably phone was blowing up but he took time to ask me how I was doing I really respect him for that and that's who he is he's a genuine guy um And, you know, he was one of those guys, when I visited Texas Tech, I I really loved being around him. Um, So I I, I think he's extremely deserving of the job. Well, you know, we're we're definitely
3: uh, appreciative of what Chris Beard did here and, and raised the level to new heights. But of all the success, how much is Adams involved in that? Obviously, the defense is big here, and that's Adams. So I guess, you know, from an inside out, how important is was Mark Adams to that state uh, that national title running team?
5: Yeah, I don't think we I don't think we get to the title without Adams. I don't think it's even close. I mean, he was a huge huge part of that team. You know him and him and Beard were like a dynamic duo. You know those guys uh, worked really well together. And uh, without Adams, you know he he ran the defense. Um, you know for the most part it was it was him and he. He does a really good job holding guys accountable, but also giving guys confidence, uh, teaching them. And Adams Adams is one of the most competitive guys I've ever been around in my life. He'll compete at anything. I mean, he'll compete at checkers as hard as he wants to beat, you know, Kansas. Like that guy is extremely competitive. And talk about how he improved your game. My uh, reputation going to Texas Tech was. I didn't, you know, wasn't much of a defender, you know. I just wanted to score the ball, and uh, I'll never forget. I get to, I get to Texas Tech, and it's the first game of the season. I get subbed out like two minutes into the game, and Adams looks at me. He goes, he goes, Matt, how many deflections you got? How many steals you got? How many charges have you taken? And I'm looking up at the clock, like I've been in the game for two minutes. What are you talking about? And uh, That's just what it is. He he was demanding the best out of me and he brought the best out of me and turned me into, you know, him and 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 John Riley and and Beard like everyone. But Adams really was the catalyst in getting that defensive mindset out of me to, you know, really compete on defense every possession. And it, it really helped me boost my stock to play at the next level.
3: Well, just talking about some of the concerns. Uh, with Adams, maybe you can put him the rest. I mean, I think he's around 64. Some say, well, man, he can't, he can't, you know, get in tune with the young guys. I would, I would say, you would say that's definitely not true.
5: No, that's not true. Adams is a guy who develops relationships. It's unique in in the business. You know, it's just unique to have somebody like that because you want to play hard for a guy. You want to play your tail off for a guy you know really cares about you. And that's the type of guy Adams is. And he develops relationships with guys. He gets to know them. He cares about them more than just their game on the court. You know, he's as energetic as, you know, the younger guys. Like, he, he's whatever, 64, but he's got energy, and he brings it every day. And uh, what about as far as recruiting and stuff? How do you think he'll fare doing that? I think he'll be fine. I mean, like I said, on my visit, he was a guy that, you know, he did not recruit me um, but when I got to campus, that was really where I had to make my decision. He was one of those guys I really gelled with. So personally, you know, he did a great job, um, you know, making me feel welcome and feel like Texas Tech was the spot for me. And then, I mean, he's going to have a great staff. You know, the staff is going to play a huge role in the recruiting as well. Absolutely. Well, you know, we've seen uh, Noren uh
3: Justin Gray, uh, Davide Moretti, uh, Tariq Owens all say, man, Adams is the guy. Obviously, you're another one.
5: Uh, you would be happy if uh, Mark Adams is the next head coach of the Red Raiders. Yeah, I think that just speaks to who Adams is. I mean, unbelievable coach, unbelievable person. How can you not pull for a guy like that? Like, And the former players coming out saying that, there's a reason why. So, you know, I, I loved Coach Beard, and I wish him the best. I mean, I, it's, it's tough to see him go to Texas, but, you know, I love Coach Adams, and I really hope he gets the job. I'm, I'm, you know, I, I've been praying for him. Honestly, I hope he gets it, and I think I think the community will embrace him. This is a competitive guy. He wants to win, you know, as much as anybody I've ever been around, and he's a he's got a brilliant basketball mind as well. He's confident, so, um, you know, I, I just really hope he gets the job, and I think he's going to do great.
0: And that's Pete Christie's uh, conversation with former Tech player Matt Mooney, a uh, Zoom conference they did a few days ago, talking about Mark Adams, who, as you obviously know, did get the job? All right, talking lots of Texas Tech basketball today, and of course yesterday, new head coach Mark Adams had his very first press conference. So we've uh, been kind of going through all of his responses to the various questions, getting to know him a little bit more. Because you know, as the guy, everybody knew he was the defensive guru guy, but you know, I don't know that a lot of fans really were able to ever get a, a glimpse of of Adams that much with Beard being the head coach. You know. And uh, so do you finally get to hear from him and you, you learn a b- little bit more about, um, you know, his philosophy on, on different things. So it's, it's pretty interesting here.
3: Well, and I, he's, I mean, he is all about West Texas. Obviously, he grew up in Brownfield. He, he ran the, the Lubbock Cotton Kings, if you remember them. And he's coached at uh, WT. He's coached at Wayland Baptist at Clarendon. So uh, really knows West Texas. And, and so I asked him, you know, Jared Culver obviously was a big get for Tech there is some good local talent right here in our town, D one talent, and you know, is he going to look at them and not, you know, not let them slip away?
2: Yeah, Pete, no doubt. Anybody sees any more Jarrett Covers out there, please let me know. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, be at their doorsteps. And in fact, I was the first one to go see Jarrett Culver when we got back in town uh, from from our um, after leaving Little Rock at well UNLV, but. You yeah, what a great player Jarrett Culver was. And, you know, it's, we want to get the very best players that we can. You have to keep those best players. Uh, at home, at Texas Tech, we've got some guys at Amarillo. We're looking at, but Abilene, Midland, uh, even in uh, eastern um, or western New Mexico, or eastern Mexico rather, we're we're looking at guys at Clovis, Hobbs. So some of the junior colleges, we have got to take advantage of those as well. But you got to make sure those good players stay at home. And there's a there's a few guys out there that we think can still play, could play on this level. So we're definitely going to make sure we get those guys. And of course, we got an incredible. Uh... Just home crowd at these games with with,
3: with uh, the Red Raiders and COVID kind of took us made us take a step back. But next year you got to think it's going to be open and just imagine what the crowds are going to be like at that Texas game at any game. And I said to to Mark Adams, "What is your message to Red Raider fans?"
2: You know pete they told me this morning that there's already a a longer waiting list so there's another three or four hundred season ticket holders that have already called in and and made a commitment and that just means so much to me and um i wouldn't be here without these west texas fans that that came out of the woodwork and called and text and and it's so humbling but i'm appreciative and i'm committed to these guys i told them they could count on me and they can and we want the Red Herd fans just be them. Keep being loud. Come to the games, and we've got the best home court uh, advantage in the country. And, and I think it's even going to get better. So we're here to not only just maintain; we're going to build this thing.
0: All right, uh, Mark Adams, new Texas Tech coach, in his first press conference yesterday. Um, you know, he's been asked several times about recruiting, like Pete asked him about recruiting West Texas, which is really important to him. And then uh, just a, a question came up, I guess, about just recruiting this you know the younger generation of players i mean the house he's, changed he's, that kind of thing too right okay so here's here's a response to that
2: well i tell you what has changed is it's the these these young men have so many people in their inner circle now i mean they now you've got agents not just a family they got handlers and au coaches and so they got so many guys in their ear that that uh, it is challenged for all of us across uh, the country in coaching these young men so it starts with you got to build those relationships uh, uh, relationships take time. They got to know you care about them. There's got to be a trust there, uh, because again, we've empowered these kids so much with these uh, transfer portals if they, if they don't like, you know, they don't like the coach, they don't like uh, the position they're playing, the, the minutes they're getting played, uh, the style of play, then they've got options and they go somewhere immediately. So, relationships is even more important than it's ever been, and so uh, I'm, I'm, I'm big on on talking to these guys, being transparent always what i think and 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 uh, getting these guys is no more important that i believe in them and, and who they're about and what they're doing and where we're going and and um so that's i've done that my whole life but i think it's even more important now
0: all right there you go that is new texas tech head basketball coach mark adams in his first ever press conference yesterday and uh, now the the big question i guess is uh where does the roster stand at this moment because clearly you know it's in flux and easy to transfer, as Coach Adams was just talking about, and guys saying they're leaving, then they're staying, now maybe they leave leaving again. Boy, it's crazy, Jarrett. What, what's the latest? Yeah, and
1: on uh, I know Pete posted a story uh, that you know a lot of people were looking at. It was going you know, I noticed on Facebook got a lot of notifications, everything about just you know what Coach Adams said and his update and everything, and what, what players were staying or going. And on the Inside of the Red Raiders, we have a free story. It's a running tally we're going to have throughout the off season. Of, of players And we had Jalen Tyson on there as well Because he was, you know, he had signed With Texas Tech way back in November But it was a running tally of where Tech stood With all those players And like I said, we up, we're going to update it every day And this is what we have as of right now I We should start with Kyler Edwards, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, is he staying or going? So if he entered the portal We knew, we actually had posted On Inside the Red Raiders that he was going To enter the portal Before Beard left And then he officially entered the portal after, uh, along with Peavy and Marcus Santos Silva, uh, after Beard officially announced he was going to Texas. So, but then when Mark Adams was hired, the day he was hired, what what was that, Monday? Can't think of the days. I don't even know what day it is today. When when Adams was hired, though, when it was officially announced, uh, he, along with, oh, by the way, uh, Kevin McCuller, which we say we said even just last week, that's the, if you could keep one guy from last year it was Kevin McCuller. He's coming back, and that's not, he sounds as solid as it gets I'm in this day and anywhere, age. Yeah, saying, yeah, yeah. In this day and age, he's not going anywhere. Awesome edit and everything. I also saw a story from a local San Antonio. I facility. saw that. That was a good story. Really I mean, well
3: done. He's working hard. He's
1: working hard and all that. So that's that's a, a bedrock right there. Kevin McCuller, you can count on. I believe <laughs> uh, for for next season, but uh, now. Edward, going back to Edwards, he took down that edit saying Red Ritter for life and run it back and all that. And he retweeted something about him transferring again. So I don't know where Kyler Edwards stands. And I do believe in my humble opinion that it coincides with Mac McClung came into town and met with Mark Adams. So I I do think, I don't think McClung's going pro. I really don't. uh, I don't know that. that's just my opinion. I think he had an injury last year that he's going to have to get over a foot injury. And I think he's going to come back, and I think him and McCullough are going to be a big part of what you're doing. Also coming back, Marcus Santa Silva, who was in the house for the party, he, like I said, he did enter the portal, but he's coming back. So that's three starters there for you, all right, guys that have produced. I have their stats all on that that story on Inside the Red Raiders. But I mean, these are three big time producers. I do believe are coming back. Um, and then you got Micah Peavy. What's his status? You know, his him and his dad was supposed to talk with Coach Adams. I don't know. Of course they're both really really tight with coach beard uh so i wouldn't be surprised be
0: shocked if pv stays
1: shocked may be strong but if if gun to my head i would say yeah he's probably going to texas well they did come here right I, I can't say like if you if they actually make the effort to physically come out here and meet with coach adams in person then they're taking it seriously at least interested yes you think. know okay. what i mean so it, without that bit of information i'd probably agree with you yeah. to be honest yeah. You know? okay uh, so you go down the list now.
3: You know another another good one coming back. You know, yes. two years ago the guy I thought was most improved was McCuller. Last year I thought Clarence Nadalny stepped up late. Absolutely. He's coming back. Absolutely, and I think that's important.
1: I think that's that's huge. Um, defensively, I think he's exactly what Coach Adams wants from a guard. He's you know very physical, very athletic. Offensively, I mean he showed. I mean that dunk head that didn't count was against I think it was oh, yeah. against Texas in the Big Twelve tournament. That was amazing. He hit some threes. Um, he did a much better job of taking care of the ball. Yeah. Yes, I think Nadalny is on the verge of breaking out. I think he might even move into the starting lineup next year really? or be okay. like a six-man. His role is going to increase significantly, in my humble opinion, next season. So, that, like Pete said, I think that's really big that he came back. Another one, or is coming back, another one is Chibuzo Agvo. He was yeah. also in the house for that party, and he's another guy. I mean, he played late in that game against Arkansas, hit a couple threes. Big. You know he can play defense. Um uh, he could, he can could help you on the boards, that kind of guy. He's he's important. He was a top 100 player, you know, national four star right, player. Yeah, so I mean, yeah. this is not someone to sneeze at here. Chibuzo Agbo is a bright future, and I was really nervous about him when all this came down. I just expected he was going to go somewhere else, not necessarily to Texas, but I mean, he had a ton of offers. Like I could see him maybe even like transferring to San Diego State. Mm-hmm. He's from San Diego. He heavily considered. It's a great program out there. But no, he's staying here. Obviously, he likes Adams. And, man, I think that's a huge part of it. And then, of course, uh, you know, everybody, well, I don't know about everybody. I guess Vlad is one of the fan favorites now. But another fan favorite is Avery Benson, uh, old, uh, you know, Doc Holliday himself. Yeah. Uh, uh, he's coming back now. You know, some people might say, you know, is that how big of a deal is that? Well, he's made some big plays in big games. Yeah. And so he's got that street cred. And he's also the kind of guy he knows exactly what is expected of him. So in practice, going through all those reps they have to do in the weight room, all those uh, su- suicides or sprints is you know what we call suicides. Uh, looking over at a guy like Avery Benson, and you know like if he's doing it, I got to do it. I mean that's invaluable, you know. Yeah. And then like I said, he can come off the bench and d up and uh, hit hit an occasional open three for
0: you too. So yeah. What about uh, Tyreek Smith? It's a great question. I have no Nobody, idea. Yeah, it's, <laughs> been, it's been radio <laughs> I mean, silence on him. No, you know, yeah, yeah. speculation yeah. one way or the other with him. I really hope it's he comes weird. back. Obviously, yeah, I, think uh, too,
1: yeah. I think he should have been played more.
0: Yeah, to be honest. Yeah, that's uh, I I do. I, the, the, he is a guy that I I, I do hope returns. You know? Yeah. But yeah, you just don't. That's a great question. Really but there's know. been
1: no, I don't have, I've had no uh, word either on the record or off the record. There's just yeah. nothing. So right. it's not like I ha- have some knowledge of of what he's gonna do behind the scenes and just can't report it. I just I right. have heard nothing on. All TV. right.
0: Well, that's where it stands today. It's it's obviously a kind of thing where it's ever changing and especially the way the transfer portal is now. I mean, there's just anything could happen.
1: Don't forget, there's a real possibility that Shannon comes back too. So he didn't hire an agent. I, You know, you look at some mock drafts and like the latest Sports Illustrated one and he was like 31st. But then you go to like five other mock drafts and he's not even mentioned yeah. through two rounds. So, Interesting. I mean, I could really see a scenario where, and I think Shannon is the only one where I really believe that another year of development because he was a late bloomer, because he really didn't play basketball till later in life, I think he could actually improve his draft stock yeah. by another year. Some of the guys in the past, I was like, mm, this is probably about as good as they can get. They need to go. Uh, I think Shannon could come back, improve his draft stock. And He said, he told Coach Adams, if I don't go to the NBA, I'm not going G League, I'm coming back here, and I'm going to you know, run it back again.
0: All right, so uh, coming up here in a minute, we've uh, we'll be talking to some of the guys in the Raider Riot to see what their their feedback is on uh, Mark Adams' new head coach, and uh, they got a chance to meet with him. So that's coming up here. Uh, one more thing before we leave this segment, though, is uh, the other night, you know, when uh, Adams his introductory press conference and fans started uh, chanting "Defense" at, at an introductory press conference. Awesome. Thought that was
2: kind of cool. I like this group over here. I like this group. Thank you. You guys, well, th- <laughs> you you guys, you guys, we got this backwards. I need to be applauding you guys. Thank y'all so much. I did bring my cell phone with me. I may have to step out if I get a recruiting call. I'm going to be out the door for. for a
0: <laughs> there is a new Texas Tech coach uh, Matt Adams. So yeah, that was. Uh... That's That's pretty cool man he, that was, uh, he
3: even said there, there was fans chant he said, "I need you to be behind beard <laughs> behind the bench of beard when you, when you when they
0: come sorry to me so, say Matt Adams I was thinking I was seeing Matt Mooney and I got to <laughs> Mark Adams anyway uh when we come back here, um Raider riot these guys man that that student uh, section Raider riot has been uh, very important, and unfortunately during the covid thing it kind of you know minimize yeah. what they were able to do but uh, they should be back in full force and uh, what are their thoughts on uh, Mark Adams getting that job and I think they've already sat down with him and, and visited and uh, Raider Riot coming up next here all right we're back in with the new head coach Mark Adams the Raider Riot has become one of the uh, greatest student sections in all of college basketball and uh, joining us here now we got Michael and Mary from Raider riot how y'all doing today
6: Doing pretty good.
0: Yeah, right. pretty good. All right. All right. Yeah, y'all, y- y'all can take turns uh, cozying up to that <laughs> microphone there. Yeah, you have to get a little close <laughs> to it there. But, uh, okay. well, so let's start. Michael, uh, you've been kind of the, the the face of the Raider riot here for the last few years. And one of them. With, them. One of the yeah, one of them. them but uh, you're, you're probably the one I know the best. But uh, <laughs> uh, thoughts on Mark Adams becoming the new head coach?
6: Um, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm happy for the dude. Um, you know, um, he's. Literally one of the faces of West Texas, and I'm ready to finally get this opportunity. Didn't think it'd come like this. Yeah. (laughs) But the fact that he got the opportunity, you know, so happy for him. Yeah. yeah.
0: What's it been like for you guys uh, through this COVID era, you know, not being able to maybe be at your full force that, uh, you know, lived up that reputation you guys had before all the the COVID stuff hit? Um, One thing I've always told um, our exec group and our Senate
6: group um, is that, you know, regardless of, you know, the virus and all that. The most creative uh, student section will have the best home court advantage. And I definitely think that we were the most creative and we had one of the best home court advantages in the nation. So, yeah. yeah. All right.
3: Well, And what can we expect now as we move forward? Hopefully it's going to be open. Hopefully we're going to be packed. And and that crowd is going to be such an important factor for Mark Adams and the Red Raiders.
6: What can we expect from, from Raider Riot? I mean, shoot, if the Rangers are doing it, I think we can pull it off, honestly. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> Yeah, um, I think from, like, just how loud it's going to be, I don't think don't expect anything to change. Um, I think we're definitely going to still bring that 4,500 and um, continue to compliment our basketball team for a full 40 minutes.
0: How does it work as far as, you know, the Raider Riot? I mean, fans, you know, you s- see you guys at the game and everything, but as far as how that how it all comes together, I mean, the communication, all the students, and, I mean, do you have to officially join the Raider Riot, or is that just any student that shows up at the game, you're automatically part of the Raider Riot, or do you get a... You know, a, a, a certificate suitable for framing? I mean, you know, what what, uh, what all goes into that?
1: Yeah, pretty much anyone that steps into our student section is a part of the Raider Riot with us. We do have our Exec and Senate board, and we do put in some, a lot of actually work of ahead of time just to get everything together for the games. But as soon as you step into our section, you're part of us,
6: and everyone's just going wild.
0: Now, is there, is there some time, if, if somebody's about to set foot into the section, you, do you stop them and say, okay, listen, if you're going to set foot in this area right here, there are certain expectations. You must be loud. You must, you know. I mean, or do you just welcome whoever wants to sit um, there. I
6: think. I think <laughs> sometimes, but I think we lead by example. Yeah. I think it's no. It's not like it, we're the only organized student section on campus, and you know, it's no secret. You know what we've been able to do. Yeah. You know, um, and I think people. It's not more like, you know, they have to contribute. I think it's more they want to contribute. Mm-hmm. To what we're doing and that's what makes the student section so special
0: yeah okay so who who uh, comes up with uh any uh you know ideas for things to do during game because i know don't y'all you know you, you've got to do some pregame research into the other team's players maybe some areas of focus for you know i don't know is heckling too strong of a word there but you know what what do y'all do the game preparation you know I don't want to, you to reveal all your secrets, but I mean, you know, what What do you guys do? Do you all meet and get together and go, hey, man, um, this guy, you know, we, we've we got the phone number of his girlfriend, and we're going to, you know, do you... Um, that did happen. Uh, yeah.
6: Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> I think heckling's the perfect word. Um, Holly Rowe likes to call us an organized mess. Okay. Um, <laughs> and definitely, there's a lot of things that do go into games, whether it's what theme nights we're doing. Um, me and Mary, you know, we're we're in the row, we're right next to the bench, so... Um, I have my whiteboard, and Mary yeah. tossing me some good ideas anyways, so yeah, um, yeah. i mean i 've been doing that for like four years now, so it's yeah. been kind of and you see the same team, so it just gets a lot easier as you keep going right um, yeah, we do a lot of research on players, um, do a lot of research on the team um, and uh and then you know on our section, but the middle section, you know they do things to kind of help more um, how to gather the whole crowd together,
0: and they 're yeah. so good at that, so yeah. All right, so yeah, it's always fun to watch you guys, and uh, and I guess what you're saying, I, there shouldn't be any mystery to anybody who wanted to step foot into the section. I you're, I, I understand what you're saying, the lead by example. Because yeah, I think if if I was going to set set foot in that section, I mean, I would even I would know that there would be great expectations for me to be participatory, let's say, all right? So oh, yeah. <laughs> ooh, that's a good word.
3: Yeah. Well, Michael, you're,
0: you're getting ready to graduate. What, what,
3: what would you say is your highlight of, of, of Raider Riot at this point? I
6: think there's been a lot of highlights. Yeah. I think it's has been, been all highlights. Yeah. Um, um, that man at UT always talks about, like, how hard you work, and, you know, you always have to have some points of validation. I think every game that we sell out, um, you know, it has been points of validation. Um, that Minnesota trip, or game day, uh, kentucky um, even some games this year um, has definitely validated a lot of the work that we've been able to do. Um, I can't really pinpoint it, you know. I'm yeah. just—I'm so new to like reflection now because I've always been wanting to soak in the moment. Yeah. Um, yeah. but
0: I'll let I'll let you know whatever what my favorite moment is, but I still can't pick one. Yeah. So uh, there's been a lot to choose from, that's for sure. Of course. So um, all right. So so you're you're gonna be graduating. When do you graduate? Uh May fifteenth, hopefully. Oh May fifteenth, oh, okay. <laughs> hopefully. But who's counting? Yeah. Wow, you're you're like down to the wire, dude. man. This yeah. is all, man. Yeah, my dad's been reminding me he wants yeah. out of here so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so so um so Mary, do you uh, when Michael graduates or do you uh, take over? What's the what's the deal here? What's
1: we'll see what's happening. We have elections and whatnot, and like choosing our new exec coming up soon. Oh, so I got gotcha. you. Okay. We'll see what happens. We have a uh, quite a few returning exec members, so.
0: We'll you, have to, you have to like campaign for that? Is that like running running for public office we're or what? kind of
1: you do it?
4: So,
6: <laughs>
0: we're
1: not really too sure just yet.
0: Okay, I got you. Okay. So, you guys uh, you know, I mean a lot of a lot of schools have uh, you know, some kind of a, you know, the Cameron crazies, are, I guess <laughs> are a famous one, but there's do you do you guys try to watch what other student sections are doing? Do you get ideas or do you compare yeah. yourselves, go, "Man, we got to be better." <laughs> Uh, shout out to my boy Cam Salo at at Duke. Um
6: so we're part of something called um CSON, the Collegiate Spirit Organization Network. Okay. Hey, just uh, move that Sean so yeah. he's in fall. Uh so we're yeah, so again shout out to my boy Cam. Um so he leads um one of he's one of the people that leads at the Cameron Crazies. Um we're connected with Duke, UNC, Florida State. I wanna say all the schools, but um, you know, um, Syracuse, uh, shout out to my Clemson. Don't forget Clemson. Um, even some big twelve schools, um and we've learned a lot from those schools and how they operate and mm-hmm. uh, there's so many differences in how um, um they run their student sections and it's so dope to like see how they do things um, yeah. i will say from like a connection standpoint and like how involved we are with like the team and athletics and all the people intertwined with it even the Lubbock community i think we're the best at it personally Season yeah. uh, folks please feel free to disagree i'm right though <laughs> um but yeah that's kind of um what um what we've been doing from, like, an outside standpoint. And so, uh, yeah. All right. It makes a difference, no doubt about it. And, you know, and, and, and
3: Coach Beard always talked about you guys, and you know Coach Adams will, is going to do the same. I mean, a, a pivotal part of the game is, is to Riot. Yeah. 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 yeah.
0: Don't, don't be humbled on <laughs> yeah. You guys really are. I mean, that's... I, I mean, I when I the coach it, knows about you, that's right. a big deal. But I think that, you know, just from a fan standpoint, you know, you... Um, You know, you, you go to a game and you sit there and you see the example that y'all are setting over there. And it does. It, it's inspiring. I mean, you see that and you you, you kind of it, it's very contagious to the rest of the crowd. You know, and so I think that what y'all do, you know, you, you know you're very humble about it. But uh, but no, y'all, I think you will have a, a major impact on on the energy of the rest of the crowd in the entire arena. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, it's
6: not like this is something that like we just made out of the blue. I mean, Lubbock has always had the craziest fans. We
0: just had the privilege to organize it. And just yeah. take, you know. Now, the, the, let me ask you this: Are the are the guys in the bathrobes? Is that part of the Raider Ride? Are they? Are do you do you claim them? Or are they? Are they their own their own organization or what is that? <laughs> I, I'd say that they're they're with us. Um, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. They're in that student section. They, they are. definitely are. So. Yeah. <laughs> Afraid if I showed up in my <laughs> bathrobe, they probably wouldn't let me in the door there. I'd say no, I'd no, feel no, free, Non starter <laughs> yeah. there. You make afraid. a guy miss a free throw, dude. <laughs> <laughs> well, then maybe I should. Is that what you saying? My okay. people will talk to your people. We'll make okay, it yeah. all right. There you go. dang. Note to self, get some people. <laughs> <laughs> all right. It's Michael and Mary from uh, Raider Wright, one of the top. Uh, student cheer sections organizations in the country, in our opinion, and but uh, really that's the only opinion that matters right now, I guess. So, uh, <laughs> but Michael, uh, good luck with the graduating and all, and and you're you're about to uh, step out into uh, real life, and uh, I hope you're, uh, I hope you enjoy that as much as Pete and I have. Yeah. Uh, you know. You and, got any uh, advice for me? Yeah. Um, hang Run. on, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah, Follow your passion. Enroll for more classes. Stay in school. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm just kidding. No, Pete's, Pete's exactly right though. Follow your passion yeah. and do something you enjoy because you're going to be doing it every single day. And uh, making money is one thing, but you better enjoy what you're doing yeah. because okay. that that ultimately is what's going to get you through it. Okay, you know. Cool. So you there too. you go. That's our really advice yeah. for the day. Mary, thank you very much as well, and look yeah. forward to seeing uh, seeing where Raider Riot uh, moves forward here and the new. Mark Adams era. Yeah. All right, there you exactly. go. More to come here. All right, so time for some Inside the Red Raiders recruiting. And uh, for all the recruiting, if you love following that kind of stuff, com. Jared Johnson and his staff do a, a great job of keeping up with everything uh, Everything with Texas Tech sports. And uh, recruiting is all, always the – well, not only is it the lifeblood of, uh, of all the programs, but it's also just – one of the things that everybody is always wanting to know about. Everybody loves keeping up with it, and uh, it's always either the reasons for great hope, or optimism, <laughs> or, or great despair. Deep, yeah, which we, despair see, we see, we yeah. see
1: everything in between that too. Yeah, it's the lifeblood of Inside the Red Raiders and what I do for a living as well. And you know, Mark Adams officially his first official offer as head coach went out yesterday to Parker Fox, um, a six-eight, very versatile. Power forward. I actually compared him to a poor man, Sean Kemp. So you old timers like me will remember, I love the Rain Man, Sean Kemp, because he would just throw it down on people's heads, and like he would dunk. It Didn't seem to matter who was in front of him, who was you know smacking him, uh, what angle he was at. He was able to to dunk on people, you know, yeah. and he would he could do it off the dribble as well, and he could take it coast to coast, kind of like a Charles Barkley and dunk on somebody's head too. And that's what you see from Parker Fox now. It was at the Division Two level, but I'm not, look, it's different. For me, basketball and football, they don't equate in terms of the difference of levels. Is there a difference? Absolutely. Uh, but we see it even in uh, March Madness where uh, Abilene Christian will beat a Texas. Texas has all the advantages. They get all those four or five-star guys, and little old Abilene Christian comes and beats you. Yeah. I, Abilene Christian could never beat Alabama in football. Right, they couldn't right. beat Alabama's third string football, you know. So yeah. I mean, think about it in that terms. It's different. They don't equate in terms of the levels of the sport uh, being that big of a difference in the talent gap. Uh, this guy, I want to give you his stat line because it's he was all American. It's astronomical. He averaged twenty two points, nine point six rebounds, two point five assists, and three point two blocks. And his highlights are twelve minutes of him dunking, just. Dunking, going, like I said, uh, coast to coast, drop stepping and dunking, uh, picking, picking, rolling hard to the basket and dunking over people, getting fouled while he dunked. Uh, one hand, two hand. You know, I mean, it, it is exciting. Blocking shots into the stands. He is very athletic in terms of not just his leaping ability, obviously, but also uh, his agility. Um, he would be perfect in this up tempo type style where we were mm-hmm. talking about in terms of both defensively and offensively. I mean he would be a terror running the court. Uh and I look he's got offers. He he told me his his top eight uh which he had narrowed it down. He he had when he hit the portal two weeks ago, he had over a hundred schools reach out to him. All right. And so his top eight is really impressive. All right. It's Creighton, Dayton, Florida State, Ohio State, San Diego State, TCU, and Vanderbilt, who is crushing it right now. Vanderbilt is crushing it on the recruiting trail uh, in the transfer portal. So, and also Vanderbilt, his cousin is on that staff, all right? Uh, and I, I don't know if I mentioned Minnesota because that's part of his top 8 too. Uh, but he's from Minnesota. He played at a, uh, a school in South Dakota last year, but he's from Minnesota. So, you you wonder like what is does Texas Tech have a chance on this? You know, do, you know,
0: Yeah, how realistic is how that? How
1: realistic yeah. is it, you know? And look, he likes Coach Adams a lot. He was shocked that he got offered by Tech because he thought Tech wasn't going to offer it. I don't think they would have if there hadn't been a coaching change.
0: Okay. That was, I was just about to ask you that. Do you think, um, just overall, will, like, let's think of the, the recruiting that was happening when Beard before he left and the targets that, that Texas Tech had and all the staff had been out visiting and recruiting. Does that, Totally change with with Beard leaving, and then now they're going over after all different guys. Or do they still stay, you know, stay with the plan they had? It's going to be different. Recruiting is about relationships.
1: Yurik um, Malagai is gone. I think I finally figured out how to pronounce his name. Now that he's gone, <laughs> now he's gone. Yeah, uh, he is. It was a big part of what Chris Beard's success recently. Um, Al Pinkins and Chris Ogden, who. Chris Ogden is now with him at Texas as well. We're a big part early on. And that was a different kind of guy they were recruiting. Malagai uh, has great connections throughout the state. So that's a whole nother thing. You have to go to your connections. You have to go um, to your fit. This is going to be a different program. They're going to be different offensively. Um, so, yeah, they're going to recruit different guys. That doesn't mean they're going to be any less effective. I don't know how it will come out with the rankings, but – If you landed, for example, Fox, this guy I just talked about, Parker Mm -hmm. Fox, I mean, look, obviously he's highly coveted. You know, I mean, you look at the name, you know, Creighton and Ohio State and Florida State. Those are teams that were playing, you know, in the second weekend. Yeah, yeah. you know, so of the tournament. Um, So you land him, 6'8, versatile guy, a guy he's a lot of people actually on the board uh, compared him to Zach Smith, which I thought was a really good comparison, except I think he's a. I don't know if he's as good of a shot blocker as Zach Smith was or is, but he's a better ball hanger. That's for sure. So, uh, it would be huge. And so, like I said, what, what are tech's chances? I asked him, I said, look, you, you already narrowed down this, this top eight, uh, is, is tech too late or are you interested in Texas tech? He said, yes, uh, I've got a really good relationship with coach Adams and want to learn more about the program and see if I fit. And I asked him, well, what are you looking for? You know, uh, he said, my top priorities are finding a program and a coaching staff that I can have a really good relationship with and trust my last two years at their school. I want to be able to come into a program and help them win and develop my game to the next level. It's important to me that I am in a place that has a uh, a, plan, a playing style that fits the way I play and allows me to, to be the best version of myself. So, yes, Tech's in it. And he's already had Zoom visits with those other eight schools, but he said he uh, he hopes... The plan is to have a Zoom visit this weekend with Coach Adams and, and learn more about Texas Tech. So, I mean, they can offer him playing time. Uh, some of the best facilities in the country play on, on the ho- like really the Big 12 is as high levels you can get really in college basketball. So, I th- and I think the style is going to fit what he's looking for in mm-hmm. terms of being, I don't think it would have before, but I think them wanting to be more up and down will uh, fit his style a lot more. So, there, I mean, there's a chance with him in Parker Fox.
0: <laughs> yeah. All right. So, What what about the difference, you know, now that we've mentioned there's, you know, at least 1,400 guys in the transfer portal, or maybe more. I've heard as high as 2,000. I mean, it changes and grows every single day. What is it, uh, is there anything now, like, let's say guys that are playing junior college ball right now, and has that dried up a lot of opportunities for those guys? That's a really good
1: question. I think it's affected everything, because... um, it, it it comes down to your philosophy like in my opinion you want to you want to like and I know this is what the old coach said the former coach said but you do want to stay old the older teams generally they keep playing mm-hmm. throughout the tournament so yeah you want to bring in guys from the high school ranks that can play um you want that talent that's probably only going to be here a year or two but man if you can get some guys who have already shown they can play at a high level plug them into your system it can i mean that's To me, that's where it's at. Not just in basketball, but in football. We're seeing Coach Wells really go to the well, so to speak. Uh, and, I mean, you just go out there. I I was out there yesterday. I've been out there twice this week. I don't know, seven or eight times this spring. And the roster's different. They have a different caliber athlete out there mm-hmm. because they've been able to go to the portal and get guys that were developed at a Duke, Florida, mm-hmm. Penn State, whatever. You know, those kind of programs. And you plug them in, and right now, with all the weird, it's the confluence of things with the weird eligibility, the extra eligibility, you know, like, yeah. this guy said he has two years. That was his junior year, this All-American season, but he still has two years. And you look at him, he looks like a guy, he's older than some guys playing in the NBA, you know? Right. So, I mean, yeah. and that's a fact. So, I just, there's, it's so weird out there right now that recruiting is different. If you just look at what they're getting from the high school or junior college ranks, then... Um, no, I'm not. I, that's not the full picture, and it has, I think, also the eligibility. You have to figure out like how many high school and junior college guys can you take, and junior college specifically. If you're not cream of the crop, you are getting squeezed because a lot of them didn't even get to play a season uh, yeah, that's in, in true, football, yeah. basketball. They've been able to, so it's just, uh, yeah, it's it's a it's weird times, man.
0: <laughs> so would you look at? with the like with uh, Mark Adams now and his guys on his staff and, and the strength i mean he obviously has tons of connections in the junior college world would would he be a guy that's more apt to find juco guys than well he has great connections guys, you know but I think what he said
1: one of the sound bites you played earlier was that uh he, he's gonna look everywhere you gotta go look in Russia he's gonna get a guy in Russia you know overseas if he if, if he has to uh Go, if it's junior college here in this area, sure, high school, whatever. You have any more Jared yeah. Culvers, he'll take him. You know, like right, them. Right. <laughs> so uh, I think that's wise. I don't think you should limit yourself. But it does uh, make sense with his connections that he'd be one of the first guys to know about some junior college standout. Some right. Guy that's coming what up, I you know worried. what I mean? Yeah. So yeah. that absolutely makes sense in my mind. Uh, but they're hitting the portal. There's a guy that just uh, – it's being reported right now, that Bryce Hamilton out of UNLV is uh, a guard that, that tech is in the mix with some other good programs. I mean they're hitting the portal hard. I think they're gonna add at least three to four, maybe even more, it just depends on the roster. Guys from the portal for next year.
0: Do we see any change in philosophy? You know, Beer is very much a guy, but you know, he was one of those six seven, six eight sort of posi- or six six
1: positionless guys. That's a great question. That's a great question. Uh I, I can't I may have been Joe who asked him. I can't remember uh I think it was. Joe Yeager asked him are do you to believe in this positionless basketball thing that Beard did. He said he does because uh, recruits like it helps in recruiting. R- mm, recruits like to hear that. But at the same time they want to add some athleticism to their current roster and some size.
0: I was about to say, so yeah, when you look at the transfer portal, the biggest needs for the team, the roster as it stands today, knowing that yeah. you know anything could happen to I'd change, like,
1: but- I'd like a, 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 a real legitimate floor general type. A guy you can get the ball to in times of need and say, create for us. Not necessarily just a shot for yourself, but you, I just I think Kyler Edwards led the team in assists with like two point three or something like that. I, that's not good enough, you know. I want a, a legitimate guy who is. Doesn't have to be Jason Kidd who averages ten assists a game, but I mean somebody who's creating and really getting the offense flowing more than what we've seen. And I, they just haven't had that with this positionless basketball. And then. Yeah, I want a legitimate big. I want a guy who, like Oklahoma had. That, I what was that guy's name? He was swatting every. Even Gonzaga was having problems. One oh, of the first.
0: Um, is it cloth I, or something. I Yeah, it whatever. Guy? I
1: mean, yeah. it, he doesn't have to be a superstar, but a legitimate rim protector. Yes, I'd yeah. like one. One of those would be nice. Yeah. Yes, I do yeah. believe that. You know, and I think Reek could be that. If you look at his blocks per minutes played, I know he's not six ten. He's six seven, but his arms are like he can reach across the room. He seems taller yeah, than he, he does. Is, I think. Yeah. yeah. And his athleticism and his reach really allows him to be that kind of player. Now, I don't think Golden's, like, he doesn't seem like he is going to be that guy ready to play even this next year. He seems like a multi-year project, in my humble opinion. So, I would like to see them bring in at least one other rim protector. And then, hey, man, you can get some forwards. Like I said, this Parker Fox, they can get up and down the court. And they need some athletic finishers. How many layups have we seen them miss the last couple years? Because it yeah. seems like the guys that actually, honestly, that Tubby brought in, the Keenan Evans, like even Keenan Evans, that guy would dunk on your in your face, right. in your face. You right. know, it was awesome. Right. Yeah. Uh, Zach Smith, one of the best dunkers in the programs, in, in a, a program known for having great dunkers. You go down yeah. the list, uh, but he was among them. You know, Zach Smith, and you even Justin Gray was a kind of guy uh, that was go re- really strong to the hole. So I, I just don't. You know, and then they had Tariq Owens actually uh, the, the the next year. But I just who was that guy other than Reek that was really, you know, right? Even yeah. Jemias came in with that uh, kind of reputation, but he he was more of like a three point shooter, you yeah, right? like a yeah. jump, like an elite jump shooter. Is what he right. was for Tech, but so I, I just like to see that returned the high flying aspect, a little more length. And athleticism, and then I want a floor general. Yeah, I think that's me, which is basically the opposite of positionalist basketball, right? Right. I mean, oh, yeah. I, yeah. I guess what I'm describing is not, yeah. what, you know. But I just, uh, but a
0: guy to, to to create, yeah, and assists and all, yeah. I, no, I, I mean, because who who would you with,
1: yeah. say was the was the guy who created offense for? I mean, Mack McLin created offense for himself, and right. I value that. Right. I like that, right? Uh, but I don't think, I think you have to have that guy. On the other, in the other guard spot to create, and I don't think Clarence actually Nadalni. He can penetrate. He showed even going back to the Bahamas. Uh, you remember when they went to that off-season trip? Mm-hmm. He showed an ability where he can penetrate and, and kick, and he's looking to pass before shooting. That you know, there's some potential there, but I still think you need a bona fide guy you bring in through the transfer portal. Because, I mean, I think Peavy may have been your other best creator. He was pretty good, you mm-hmm. know, but. Uh, did he knock your socks off in that regard? It was more the whole
0: right, yeah.
1: the whole package with P V that makes him appealing. Not that yeah. he's just some great offensive right. player in terms of creating for his teammates. So, I don't, you know, McCuller here or there, he looks for his guys, he gets it. But, you know, you need that floor general. That three, right. like really shifty, change of pace, speed guy who can create for his teammates.
0: Right. Well, that's why, you know, Baylor was so good this year because oh, yeah. they had... Great those. guard play. Yeah, three. Guys. I mean, you know, uh, yeah that that's the kind of guy you like, like a butler or something like that. Experienced,
1: yeah. uh, excellent guard play wins championships in college basketball. Mm-hmm. I mean, they That's, it. It that's what it is.
0: Yeah. All right. So um, before we uh, wrap up uh, the segment here, you know, we mentioned uh, Terrence Shannon, a guy that um, appears to, you know, he's definitely has eyes on the NBA. But he's he yeah. he doesn't have an agent, so he's still yes. in that situation where he can he can uh, kind of enter the draft and come see, back. He's yeah, come yeah, back. And see, yeah, and, and if it doesn't his work really. out, so like for instance, you know, early in the season, there, it seemed like you saw a lot of places where he was projected as a first round NBA pick. But now it kind of looks like maybe there's not as much of that, but maybe it's more second rounds and things like that. So there is a chance that he may look at it and go, you know what, I maybe another year here and I really get yeah. up my stock there in the draft what would uh, him coming back mean for the team you know you'd
1: have a legitimate all big 12 caliber player coming and a future he's going to be in the NBA he's going to get a shot mm-hmm. I don't is it a cup of coffee or is it a 10 year career I don't know yeah. uh, I like I said I said earlier in the show I, I love Shannon's game I love his personality he has a football player's personality because that's what he played growing up before he had a growth spurt someone said hey maybe you should play basketball you know yeah. and then You know, the rest is history. He ended up being a, you know, top 100 player. And, you know, now he's on the verge of, you know, making millions of dollars in the NBA. Uh, But there are some things that I really believe he can work on in his game. Getting better with his right hand. uh, Becoming a more consistent jump shooter. Being uh, better at creating for his teammates. That kind of thing. Um, I think he can put all that on tape. And I think he could get up into the first round. With a really good season, I mean, yeah. he did the selfless thing of coming off the bench in, for the sake of team
0: unity. I tell you, I, that really, uh, the I got a lot more respect for that guy when yep. he did that. I thought that yeah. was a that was a pretty uh, that as that a big move and one that's somewhat unexpected in the era. <laughs> we yeah, live in say, he's these got days, a football you know? player's
1: mentality. Yeah. I really believe yeah. that about him. He also takes more charges than about anybody I've ever heard of. i well, have yeah. seen that. I mean, yeah. like, in lieu of having a rim protector, Tech had to. You know, be really sharp with their uh, rotations, and take a lot of charges. And nobody was better than Sh- than Shannon. And mm-hmm. to the detriment of his body. I mean, he yeah. took some big hits like a football and player.
0: And played injured a lot of this season. Yeah. So
1: I think Shannon can come back. I think he could be a 15-point scorer a game, all-Big 12 player, um, and really improve his game and make more money if he just waits a year. And he's the only – I'm not one of those guys – who was just saying that because it's better for tech and oh don't go? I, hey man, as soon as you think you can you can do that and really make some big money, I think you should go. Oh yeah, I believe that. I yeah. mean, take care of your family, take care Heck of yourself. Yeah. Absolutely. I yeah. I'm a huge believer in that. I just think he's a unique case where he really could improve his draft stock if he came back for a number, some of the reasons I just said, mm-hmm. and even some more. So if he does that, then you're like, well, really, who did you lose? Right. You know what I mean? You start yeah. getting down because I was thinking when this first happened when. uh as Pete said, the coach we won't name, the former coach. <laughs> it doesn't bother me, but I'll do that for you all. Uh, the former coach left. I thought, man, just, this whole thing's going to be blown up. Who's yeah. going to be left? That's not what be it me, felt but,
0: like initially, yeah. didn't it? Yeah. And that's what
1: I was hearing, but that's not what I think is going to happen. I mean, it'd be nice if Kyler comes back. I'm not one of those people who are down on him. He plays good defense. He's a good rebounder. Uh, he shot over 40% from deep. Uh, he's a good player, but how many guys are in the pool? Well, like, what I'm looking at says 1,400. I think Coach Adams said he expects like 2,000 at some point to be in the pool. I mean, there are other guys that are comparable to Kyle Edwards that you can get. Yeah. And I really believe that. Uh, so it would be great if he came back, but if he doesn't, oh well. But if you bring back McCuller, he, he is unique in my opinion because he's so versatile. Mm-hmm. Uh, bring back McCuller, bring back Santa Silva, maybe bring back McClung. If Shannon comes back from the, from the draft... Basically, that's four starters, right? Right.
0: right. right. I mean, come you, on. You'd have to like you If like Adams to doesn't win with them,
1: point. then we have a problem, a bigger problem than we right. thought. You know what I mean? That's yeah. not the – and I don't think that's going to happen. Yeah. If those guys come back, they're going to win. They're going to win. Yeah. They might win. They might do better than 18 and 17 in Big 12 play the last two years. Just Good saying.
0: point, right. Yeah. So
1: it's not like these guys have been knocking out of the park anyway. So, uh, you know, I want to see uh, – I think some people are already reacting. Like Jalen Tyson, who I think is going to be great. That's a big loss. I, yeah. really, I I'm not going to act like oh it's not a big deal that guy's a, a stud you know yeah. and he wanted to play for Malaga and Coach Beard and he only ended up playing one year and then going
0: to the Pro- NBA anyway. probably that but yeah, still, I, I, it might be a great year it'd be a great, great year
1: yeah I mean I, he's an yeah. all Big Twelve caliber guy yeah. I think uh, And I like him you know I, and this is not some people were like. Saying some nasty things, of course. So I was like, you know, I mean, he wanted to play for those guys, and they're playing. They with somewhere else. Like, I don't think this is right. evil. All right. the things we said, what, what's going on? What's wrong? I don't think this is one of them. This right. makes I, I get it. Right? You know, he he committed to play. Like you said, maybe just a season for these guys who were among the first people to believe in him. When they offered right. him, no one else offered him and he wasn't on any of our high lists. I right. mean, he wasn't even I don't think he was rated when they offered him. And he was so,
0: a top 35 guy. Right. Yeah. So,
1: you know, I I, I I get it. Uh that's a loss, but you know, can you really lose something you never really had? You had a letter that's of intent, but he didn't play, he hasn't played a second for Texas
0: Tech. Right. So No, that's a and that's I a mean, good reminder on that right there. You so. got to keep it in somewhat Yeah, in perspective. Yeah. So,
1: we'll see who they add to the portal. We'll see who. Hopefully, guys like Reed come back. But you have Agbo. You have. I mean, you have. You could. The guys who said they were coming back. You could have a starting five. You, you got feel, a nice nucleus. You feel pretty of a team good about. Yeah. It. yeah, yeah. I mean, we really do.
0: All right. Well, we'll see how it shakes out. Anything could happen, and with all the uh, transfer portal guys and you know emotions and who knows what could happen. But as of today, that's where things stand. All right. We come back here. Let's talk some Red Raider baseball because you've got a uh, important Big Twelve series coming up this weekend versus TCU. Pete breaks it down next. And it's time for some uh, some baseball and Pete um, TCU coming to town.
3: Yeah, you know Tech's twenty and six right now, and and three and three in conference. Kind of a uh, maybe a shock that they they whipped Kansas State that first game. It was seventeen to one. They had back to back homers and back to back to back homers in that game, and then they lose the next two to Kansas State in their first uh, official away series. So uh, now. For the second week in a row, no midweek games. So here they go preparing, and they've got uh, now ranked number eight as, as the Red Raiders. They've got tenth-ranked TCU coming in, and uh, it starts tonight 6:30. They also play tomorrow at uh, two, and then Sunday at noon. And uh, when we talked to Tim Tadlock yesterday, uh, Micah Dallas is going to be in the in the lineup to to start on the mound. They're making a few changes. Uh, uh, I wouldn't go into, into detail, but uh, TCU is twenty and seven. Tech is twenty and six. Uh, this is big time baseball, and it goes down, uh, you know, at the law tonight. So, uh, and you know, now that the crowds are there, uh, it, it, we're going to feel like, wow, man, this is normal. Yeah. this is normal, and we haven't felt normal forever.
0: Yeah, and, and you know, this is, uh, you're right, TCU always, always a tough series against TCU. You really need to take this series for sure. And after the disappointing, you know, that road lost the series at Kansas State. And it's just, they, those are the kind of things that when you see the expectations of this team and there's just certain things, it's like getting getting swept in that opening series against, me right. like, you know, some of the best teams. Yeah. But if you're going to be one of the best teams, you know, you, you got to win some of the games against the other best teams. And, but going and losing a series to Kansas State, I just thought, oh come on! Uh, especially if like
3: you win that first game and just shellac sh- sh- them, right? And uh, you know they're going to get back into some midweek games next week. Stephen F. Austin's coming in, and then they go to West Virginia. But you know, three and three in the conference. I mean, you got to take at least two or three this week, and you don't want to fo- fall below five hundred and then drop in the standings more. And then, you know, the last thing you want to do is play catch up in this league.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's. You know, it's interesting because it seems like there's... I uh, mean, I'm watching the Jace Young play. Has, has Incredible. Been, that guy... Yeah. I remember hearing stuff, and I think we even talked about this, about how some people, before he got to Tech, they saying, yeah. yeah, he may be better than his brother. And he may like, be. Yeah. Okay, Who was a uh, top ten uh, pick? Right. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and, and so, you know, you scoff at that. But <laughs> after seeing him play, I mean, he, he is a... He's, he's not a terrible. Really That's for good sure. ball player, man. That's... Uh, yeah, so what? What so far with tech? You know, uh losing. You know, the series Kansas State and stuff. There's been some weird stuff. What? What is the? What, what's the area of concern on this team? It seems like the, the bullpen maybe is has has been one one area that uh, I think. Yeah,
3: you know, I shaking. mean they 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 haven't been able to close a few games, but and those games it just you know it's it's baseball. They just weren't getting the hits they needed. They they've left runners on base and. uh you know, and, and several of these games they've had errors, and I see a lot of people on on the every time I put up a game story, man, they can't have these errors. So, you know, as we get deeper into the seri- season, you know, those mistakes have got to lessen.
1: Yeah, is uh, that game three loss? I mean, okay, you losing one game in a series at Kansas State, but losing the series like that is that going to cost them the Big Twelve title? You think?
3: No, I mean they still, and you know, and, and let me just tell you, this series is big because in this coming week, the NCAA is going to announce who is hosting regionals and super regionals so you gotta get that and then boom i mean then you gotta win at home so this is a big pivotal series this weekend because maybe that sways uh, a series going to fort worth or coming here i mean who knows what the i mean obviously tech's always been good and and hosting these regionals so hopefully that plays too but I mean, you lose three in a row, or you lose two or three, maybe you don't get it. So uh, this is a big, big series this weekend.
0: And then still coming, uh, Tech gets to go down to Austin at Dish Falk and play. There might be a little uh, little added value <laughs> on on that series as well, too. So that, that should be exciting. All right, so we got TCU in town this weekend. Uh, game times again, Pete, real quick.
3: 6.30, 2 o'clock tomorrow, and then noon on Sunday. Great weekend to get out, see some baseball, and... Uh, pack crowds at, at the law. It's the Rundown.
0: Wait a second, hold on. Okay, now there you go.
4: No hedging your bets. Time to get your opinions on the record and be prepared to defend it. It's the Rundown. Jeff, yes. Tess Shannon Jr. has left for the NCAA and he's left it for the NBA draft. Will he be drafted and in what round?
0: All right, let's just say that he does go ahead and Enter the draft because he's still in that thing where if he doesn't uh, see that he's going to be a high draft pick, he could come back to tech. But assuming that he, he goes for it and he is in the draft, I, I don't think a first round maybe maybe a Mid-round? low second round guy. Okay. Pete, how many wins will the Red Raider baseball
4: team have versus TCU? I hope three, but they got to get two. I'm going two. Jarrett, true or false, Time we try to keep this easy. (laughs) Josh Young will be brought up by the Texas Rangers. He's injured now. Will Josh be brought up by the Texas Rangers by September?
1: Yeah, he had to get those screws put in that fractured left foot. So uh, I think the plan is for him to play at the end of the season, get some seasoning going into next year. So I'm going to say true.
4: Question for everyone. How many... uh, Big 12 basketball wins will the Red Raiders have next year out of 18? Jeff? I think nine
1: sounds right. They won won nine each of the last two seasons. Yeah.
4: I'm going to go ten. Whoa. And Jarrett?
1: Yeah, I was going to say ten as well.
4: And that, my friends, is your rundown.